0: Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Hey,
1: here we are. Uh, first question, Bill Crystal. Would you vote for Hillary if Trump is the nominee? Ooh, tough, good. I question. won't vote. For, I'd
2: prefer not to vote for either. So I'd like to find a real Republican to vote for.
1: But if that doesn't happen, if it is Trump and Hillary, <laughs> would you stay home or vote for Trump? I know you wouldn't vote for Trump. Right. I, I, I'm trying to recruit a
2: Republican to
1: oh, run. Make some so news. we have some- and- <laughs> But that's. No, I'm, serious. Come, I'm but, serious. come on. It's past the conventions. It's Trump and Hillary. What do you do? You're going to have to face this. I know you've thought I will about it. I'll face
2: it. I'll face it on November 6th or 8th or whatever election. So you're is. not going to decide till you get in the booth? Well, I'll watch is the Hillary Hillary's is really today. that
1: bad? She's really that evil? She's pretty bad. She's pretty I'm bad. To be honest.
2: <laughs> really? Can can you not you She's, She's not evil. You She's not like, you, evil. You, you must be conservative. Policy. Policy. You don't want Hillary Clinton as president. And if you're a real conservative, you don't want Donald Trump. But you can't really picture Hillary with a table full of stakes behind her, can you? I grant you that. I grant
1: you that. Jane, is there any legal action that can can be taken against the Koch brothers?
3: Well, one legal action is confirming a Supreme Court justice who might overturn um, Citizens United.
1: That's going to be
0: an animating issue in this election, eh? Uh,
1: well, I mean, they're not going to let Obama pick one, right? right yeah. Which, it go, of course, well, is, they'll pick one. Well, he'll they, pick won't one. they won't right.
0: even meet the person. In this right, state. Yeah. right.
1: Which is, of course, what they always do: cheat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's cheating. Um, but uh, you know, that's that's going to get people upset. The, the, the thing on both sides, I think, for the first time. okay, uh, has the ado- Obama doctrine been a successful foreign policy? I don't even know what the Obama doctrine is, except maybe don't do stupid shit. <laughs> Remember he said that, right. don't I do know. stupid shit. I, I, that's the what I, by the way, that is what I'm going to miss most about him. Yeah. No new stupid foreign wars <clears throat> didn't take the bait every time they well, leading from behind.
2: <laughs> There, we there were 350,000 people dead in Syria. There might have been a stupid. Right, and well, that uh, was
1: all his fault because Syria was a paradise before. But Libya Libya has not been Libya has not been a successful foreign venture, right? That's kind of. I a love the way one. they pretend that the Middle East is a, is a perfectly manageable
2: place, and no, it's no, all no. Obama's fault. Why, why did he? End? It's a very it's a, difficult place. I never said it was all Obama's fault. But okay. You can't say it was, that that's a success. Syria and Iraq, it's horrible.
1: But what could anyone else have done? You could have
2: intervened early and helped Syria. Intervene so with troops on the ground in Syria. Well, you certainly could have helped the resistance to Assad, and had there were plenty. But the resistance Democrats there. who's the resistance? Point. you know they they
1: tried to find a moderate army. They wound up with five guys. That's not a joke. five guys. And you know your war in Iraq went so well. Uh,
2: <laughs> so we had won it well in fact it had, we had won. Despite having mismanaged it, we had won it by the end of 2008. Uh, but we can have that debate some other time. <laughs> okay. Well, we had. We had. President yeah, Obama said so when he pulled back we right in 2010. There, right but, there. But he didn't. that well, you smirk that. About was a, it. That was a, that was a that Bush. Failed to, succeed, failed to succeed. He failed to. to, to carry out to be able to negotiate a status of forces agreement, which, which Bush hadn't, Bush de- hadn't negotiate. negotiated either in 2008. That was a mistake. Okay. But, I mean, it seems like the answer is we have to stay in these
1: places forever to make them work. Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's Yes, a fa- to some degree, as
2: we did in Korea, as we did in Germany,
1: we There is
0: a fascinating article now, uh, out right now by uh, the Atlantic, uh, Jeffrey Goldberg where he talks about the don't do stupid shit line. And I think Obama was sort of incredulous that people thought it was somehow controversial not to do stupid shit. Like, that should be... Yeah, because it's an excuse for doing nothing. No, no, no. No, get no, slaughtered no, no, no. that's I what don't, don't that's do what, stupid shit in rwanda is that was that a good policy no, in actually, 1994 fact, you're okay with interpreting that? that the stupid shit is no, not necessarily he, he never intervening well, the stupid Clinton, homer- Clinton did right the stupid shit does right and i hope a bomb policy never in intervening you can intervene and do smart shit what he's saying is you have to know when to intervene and when to do it appropriately and that's what his doctrine is i don't think it's you know
2: Libya, mean, uh, uh, the only time I was in the obama White essence was when I supported the intervention in Libya because I didn't want to see hundreds of thousands of people get slaughtered and I thought there was a chance to have a decent outcome in Libya and as Sam is,
0: is right. Not there was
2: no follow-up by us, by the Europeans and now it's a terrible place. So if you're serious about but, helping people, doing things around the world you got to be willing to stay the course.
3: But you know, what, one of the things Obama says in this article is the hardest decisions to make are sometimes not to go to war when you have right. so much of a drumbeat of people <clears throat> pushing exactly. you to you, do it. You, you know that.
1: <laughs> you, you, know, you know that even Mormon missionaries won't go to Syria. <laughs> well, now no one would go there, obviously. You know, okay, I know. there are a million Syrians in Europe now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maria, how can the average American safeguard themselves from being the victim of fraud? I, I hear fraud is at all-time record levels, especially because of the Internet, right?
3: It is. It absolutely is. Um, I think the number one thing we can do is apply the if-it's-too-good-to-be-true-it-is doctrine to ourselves. Right. And we never want to apply it to ourselves, because when it's happening to us, it's just wonderful. Right. Right? It's only too good for other people.
1: So, I mean, the, the, the scams... Yeah, that people fall for. I've gotten that, uh, you know, the message from somebody you know, and it says, "Hey, I'm over here in uh, uh, overseas, and I need you to send me $500."
3: You sent it, of course.
1: No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But the first time I got it, I was—I almost did because it never happened before. Right. And somebody looked at it and went. Oh, this, uh, call this person back and ask them any question about right. who they really, uh, see if they know you.
3: Yeah, trust, I mean, the journalistic dictum, trust but verify. Right. Because our first our first impulse is always to trust, especially if emotions are high, right? right? So, like, during the elections, right? right. Everyone is really riled People up. People want when to trust, don't
1: they? And They're, when
3: you're emotional, you're not you're not logical, right. you're not reasonable, and you start acting rather than thinking, and taking that moment to reflect might actually save you from sending $500 and when, to the
0: wrong when, so you're not supposed to send the money? Yeah. <laughs> so
3: you, well, to me, you can send Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah when, when Trump... You know, he always talks about how they love their country. Lo- I mean, it seems a little um, over-the-top or something. I mean, we all love our country, but it seems a little erotic the way he... <laughs> it, it, it does the way and also when you read with Repo- the raw steaks polls, and wine. <laughs> <laughs> right. they'll, they'll take you out <laughs> I mean I, I read this poll that only eleven percent of Republicans say Obama loves the country the right way. Uh, what? <laughs> it's creepy, isn't it? There it, is
3: a right way. Trump <laughs> is so good at convincing people that his is the right Way. I mean, every right. single one of his statements, how can you argue with them? They're yeah. all so wonderful. It you is know? a little creepy, though, that he said that he would also date his daughter if she wasn't There's a little bit maybe too much oh, of this affection thing going on. Yeah. It, that is but an amazing
1: book in itself, how Trump uh, is successful with women voters, because it's not like he's not. And, you know, sexist alert, I know people are going to object to this, but sorry. Women like confidence. They do? I don't think that's sexist to say, right? Women like confidence.
3: I think men like confidence, too. I think everyone no. likes confidence Men like. other people.
2: And Trump does do better with men, so... It's and a tribute like, to Republican women that they're resisting Trump more than Republican men. I would say that. But it, it, it's, it,
1: it's not an equivalent. W- women and men are different, come on. Men, they like tits. And they like <laughs> beauty, and they like ass, and they like new. <clears throat> You know, I mean, Ashley Madison, when that was hacked, we found out this was the cheating site for married couples. 37 million men, 12,000 600. women. <laughs> if that doesn't were, tell you everything you need to, to know <laughs> about. <laughs> Uh,
2: <laughs> but
3: the, the voters yeah. are kind of saying they like new too. They didn't want a, another Clinton, and, right. you know, and they didn't want another Bush. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They want, they want new. <laughs> they, want, they want strange. <laughs> and they're getting it with Trump. They're All right. Crazy. Should Hillary Clinton release the transcripts of her speeches to Goldman Sachs? Uh, Obviously. Really?
0: Yeah. What could she be saying
1: there? Well, if I mean, it doesn't,
0: if, if it's nothing, then why not release? It?
1: What could it be?
0: I'm sure there was some like nice language, but probably nothing damning that she said to some bankers that she probably wouldn't say on the trail. I'm, I would bet, if I had to bet, I would bet that there's really nothing damaging there, but they're very protective, that campaign. They All don't right. like to be bullied into doing something. I just think they should just get it over I'm with.
1: gonna say it, I said it last week on the show. She, if she's the nominee, has to pick Elizabeth Warren as the vice president.
0: That's not a that bad <laughs> the This is
1: the smart move. Energize the base and take the Wall Street issue off the table.
0: They also mentioned Sherrod Brown as a possible alternative. Ugh, come on. Too boring? He's a
1: great guy, but it's just more boring the same. That excites exactly nobody. And, Hil- <laughs> and, and Hillary already excites exactly nobody. All right. that, I mean, Fair Trump, case. Trump excites people. Those Bund rallies are pretty... <laughs> Bernie, yes, we know. (laughs) 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 You have been saying his name. Sam, why has polling been so unreliable, and what other tools should the media use to report on the election? Well, I think I know, but go ahead.
0: There's a, there's a technical answer here. Polling in a primary is really difficult. Uh, sometimes the methodology, you, you know, you could end up doing, you know, phones versus online polling. There's different reasons that it's unreliable. In some states, there aren't really good pollsters. I mean, it's a very boring answer. But you also have to keep in mind that polling is not <clears throat> necessarily supposed to be predictive. It's a, it's a snapshot in time. And so you're trying to pick up trends along the way.
1: But isn't it also <clears throat> because it's hard to reach millennials? I mean, they did not get Bernie... Bernie's support yeah. in Michigan at all. I mean, yeah. some polls had him down by over 30 points, and he won
2: that race, and I think that's because... They... And that's why you got to well, look at online on, poll... And you, you mentioned South the South Sanders months? number, what? On 83%. Of, yeah. yeah, and I, if you do the math in your head, that's that's like triple his margin. It's Hillary won by about 8 points among voters 30 and over. Right. So that is actually but what they, the polls were showing, so they didn't capture they the young didn't, voters. They didn't don't have a way to
1: Yeah, and, reach... and, and
0: pollsters are trying to incorporate more cell phones into their surveys. The online surveys, which were once terribly unreliable, have become more reliable now that more people are doing stuff online. But it's a changing Do science. they still do it by landline? A lot of the pollsters because still do Because you it. know it's who's the, entering landlines? Grandparents?
1: The, the guy who punched the black guy. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, all right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10.